Hi everyone, how's it going? Let's keep going. We'll begin with the questions. Um, there were some questions that came in. First of all, can you recommend a whole wheat bread? The packages say whole wheat. Now that I'm reading labels, they all have added wheat flour, you know, regular white. So I'm wondering if you have a bread whole wheat or whole spelt that's 100% really whole wheat. So as, the answer to that is as far as I'm concerned, all store-bought breads have added white flour, unfortunately. The only option for 100% whole is, you know, matzo or crackers. We do eat bread, though. The goal with bread is that there should be no added sweetener, no honey, no sugar. Other than that, you know, we can only buy what's being sold. There is an option of Ezekiel bread if you eat that. It's in the grocery freezer and, um, or if, you know, if you're in Bar Park vicinity, Weiss Bakery makes Ezekiel bread that's supposed to be um, highly nutritious. And on that topic, they also sell breadcrumbs from Ezekiel. So that's a good option if you're looking for healthy breadcrumbs. Next question. I want to know your take on seltzer. Seltzer is a good way to stay hydrated. Go ahead. You can drink it. Uh, it's a great alternative to soda. You know, no added ingredients. Uh, you're probably going to drink more if you drink uh, non-carbonated drinks like just plain water, but if seltzer is more satisfying for you, that's okay. Next question that came in, I have a question about milk. I was trained for so many years that calcium is so important, especially for childbearing women. If you're not into milk, what happens to the calcium? So milk is definitely a great source of calcium. On my diet, we're not off milk, but yeah, we do recommend limiting it. So you could get calcium from other sources as well. Here's a list of alternatives for calcium intake. Sardines or salmon with the bones, you know, if you eat them from a can and it has the bones, that's an amazing source of calcium. Um, you can have fortified non-dairy milk. They're fortified with calcium and that's a great source. Or fortified orange juice. Um, other than that, green vegetables are also um, some vegetables really have lots of calcium. So if you're basing your veg if you're having a plant-based diet, then you're very likely to get plenty of calcium. Beans, like legumes, those are also a source of calcium. And another two foods that are specifically considered good for calcium are papaya and oranges. Another question that came in. I have a question about fats. You mentioned that healthy fats are good for weight loss and for someone that's looking to gain weight, you also recommended healthy fats. So my question is for kids who need to gain weight and they're not eating enough, is fats also good? How does it work if it's good for weight loss? So it seems contradictory to you that healthy fats promote growth and weight loss at the same time. The idea is that a balanced body thrives. When you have proper nutrient intake, your, your body is balanced and healthy in whichever direction it needs to go. So that's the point. If you're sticking to the healthy source of fat, then it's going to do wonders in whichever area you need. So in the past two lectures, we listed some healthy habits to implement in our life. 
work on it one at a time. Once you're into it, it comes much more naturally and it takes less effort. These are habits that if we don't do it by choice, then eventually for many, they, you're, you end up doing it for lack of choice because you know, their life is at stake. So why wait? Do it now with that sense of urgency that I must take care of my health and not let it deteriorate. It's a gift and I want to take care of it. Having said that, this week we'll talk about how to get through hectic days and seasons with, without all our work, you know, from the summer going straight out the window. So whether it's Aravyantiv, Matsyantiv, or anything in between, whether we're ordering the fish, cooking it, eating it, or cleaning up from it, with all that food prep, we can forget to take care of ourselves. So that's why this, you know, recording is here for to remind you that it's not a waste of time to actually eat a proper balanced meal. So, but it does become a challenge when we're busy and we're distracted. So I'm going to make it concrete with some specific habits that you can implement. And that really like just, you know, keeps you on track. First habit. First habit is to eat. Don't let half the day fly by without putting something into your mouth. Even if you don't feel hungry. Yes, eat even if you're not hungry. If you are awake, your body needs food. Not a lot, not too often, but food it needs. Don't ignore that fact and do eat something. Even if it's just a fruit, that's enough. It's a perfect way to get your metabolism up and running. The goal is to wake up the metabolism. Don't let, don't let it just sit there sleeping. You want an efficient metabolism. Here's the way to get that. Eat. If you want to eat properly and not share your kids' less than ideal breakfast, then here's a tip. Prepare yourself mentally the night before while you're cleaning up that kitchen. Take that fruit, place it in a prominent place in the fridge so you can't miss it. Or even better, write up a day's menu and keep it where it's easily seen in your kitchen. So whatever works for you to program your brain, that food happens in the beginning of the day. Another habit, look at your watch when you eat. Make it a habit to take note of the time. Know when it is that you ate last. So that if you're hungry a half an hour later, even if it feels like it was two hours ago that you ate because so much happened, you'll know if you really need food now or not. A half an hour after eating, you don't need food. An hour later, you don't either need. So the first rule was to remember to eat. And this tip is not to eat constantly throughout the day. No grazing. You know those days that are so fast-paced? First half of the day until 3, 4, 5 o'clock, there's no food happening. And then once we do get to the food, we just don't stop. Been there, done that? Yeah, me too. We can all relate. It's normal. Rather, it's common. The better way is to eat at regular intervals. And all it really takes is being conscious. Be aware. When you check the time, Whenever you eat, it brings that awareness. It makes you more aware of when, what, and where you ate. 
So you don't find yourself wondering like, hey, did I eat anything yesterday when, you know, you may, you may have just snacked on something not so long ago, but you were so distracted you can't even remember. So bring that snacking into your consciousness by taking note of the time. Make it a habit to look at your watch. Another tip for those impossibly busy days, there's so much to do and before you know it, the kids will be home, plan supper the night before and make it the first thing you do in your day. It's usually just a matter of minutes and it makes a world of a difference to your day. What seems so simple and quick to do becomes so hard and undoable later in the day. So if it's a simple supper like broiled chicken and steamed broccoli, take that pack of chicken that's already defrosted because you put it in the fridge last night, clean it, prepare it in a bacula if that's the way you're going to do it. And when four or five o'clock rolls around, you can easily just pop it into the oven. And the same goes for the broccoli. However it is you're going to cook it, make it all ready and prepare it. Put it into that, you know, microwavable bowl, let it defrost on the counter so you can pop it into the microwave and have it ready as soon as it's needed. If it's going to be in the oven, just put it into that pan. Spray it with oil, sprinkle it with salt, have it prepared in the fridge. It's really just, it seems so simple. It's a matter of minutes, but it makes such a huge difference to your afternoon. And if this is too much to do, like it's such a busy day, there's no way I'm making supper, no problem. Just know what it is that you will eat. Will it be tuna? Will it be egg? Will it be a meal that you're going to order? Even if you think like where you're going to order and what you're going to order, it really helps. I think it's fair to say that thinking what to make for supper is more work than actually making it. Especially on busy days when your brain feels overloaded, you, you can't even think. You know that you can open a can of tuna or order a grilled slice of fish, but you just don't think of it at the moment and you grab whatever's handy because you're just thinking of a million other things that need to happen at that time. So, you know, you just end up eating whatever's around. And sometimes whatever's around is leftover frozen pizza from the kids, you know, and you don't feel too great after that. So really, like, make sure you prevent that. Don't get to that point. Be plan and be prepared. Another tip, if you're leaving the house for more than two to three hours, have some food on you. Make it a habit to stick a pack of something into your bag, any healthy thing to munch on. Some ideas are an apple cut up and ready to eat, nuts in a bag, rice cake, crackers, anything that's clean, neat, and easy to eat, have it handy. Even if you'll be around stores that sell food, don't rely on that. You may get either distracted or held up on long lines in busy stores or in waiting rooms. And the opportunity to put something into your mouth can happen unexpectedly. So be prepared and have that food handy. Or if you were on the street for a while and you didn't eat for a long time, and you didn't have food on you, then at least have food on you when you're walking into the house. Walk into the house with that bag of something that you bought and you know, you know you just, you're gonna sit down and eat instead of just starting to open the fridge and the cabinet and then you have to start making choices when you're too hungry. So just make sure you have that food on you at all times. So let's review that. We discussed some good habits for busy days. Number one, don't forget to eat. Next, look at your watch when you eat. Prepare and plan supper the night before and first thing in the morning. And last is leave the house with food in your bag or 
Otherwise, come home with a bag of food. The habits discussed today are wonderful for any time, but they're specifically helpful at crunch times. Eating healthy becomes so much more doable this way. If we're not just starving all day, then closing our mouth at night becomes doable and possible, which by now we all know is really a big key to controlling our weight. So good luck, implement these habits, and keep going. All the best.